I feel like we should do a Chicago centric podcast. Isn't that every episode of this shit? Like, well, <laughs> like we, we sprinkle it. Gonna, yeah, we sprinkle no, it. No, but like for real. Like talking about our top like five. Talking about Jules. Pizzas. Dominic's. Yeah. Ooh. Our top Ooh. five. Our favorite um, street gangs. Like that, no, brought no, worse, no, thank you. You yeah. know, I don't want to leave yeah. anyone out. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, 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 it'd be favorites. It's not, no, no, diminish, not, not diminishing anybody. You can do that, this. Yeah, well, I'm still <laughs> in private. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this before. I grew up in a neighborhood where there were like a, a, the nexus of gangs or enough gangs around, and to this day, I'm a grown ass man, and I, I think I've mentioned this before. I still get upset that I was never asked to join. Like friends of mine were asked to join, and I and I wonder, I'm like, what did they have that I did not have, and would I have Parents? joined? I would not have. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice. It's nice to be asked. I would have said no because I had, you know, whatever. I, I I didn't want that, but it's nice to be asked. Yeah. We have a friend also who um, is upset that no one propositioned him for a, a game. Yeah. While his friends also. Yes. You know, we're in these games. Wasn't it like his, so. his whole group was like offered and and uh, except you, for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard, man. Like, well, what skill set am I missing that this idiot over here and oh this other God. idiot over there has? I hope this isn't a true regret because yeah, I mean, I think you can still <laughs> yeah. Do it's never it. too late. Did you ever? Let me ask you this: my, Did you ever ask? My knees hurt now. Did you ever yeah. say, I "Hey don't, guys"? Not, how you doing? How you doing? I see you guys hanging out every day. I, and I noticed you, you invited my friend Hector and my, my other little homie over here. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering. Uh, and I happen to have just finished yeah. my homework. So yeah, I'm, I just, I'm so open I have, to I have anything that's going on. Yeah. Have some time for bedtime at uh, 945. So I was wondering, like, could I join the crew, the old gang? And they, Did you do that? No. You know, oh, okay. it, it always, their fashion was what upset me the most, perhaps, when I was in high school. I just, like, I couldn't accept the sagging big pants and i couldn't accept like the lip liner you know you know i just couldn't those the, the women had like oh, lip yeah, line, the, ton oh, of ton women, of gel yeah, in the yeah. hair a yeah. lot of gel yeah. very tight ponytail yeah. so you said if, if the they, fashion was better would you have joined yes okay. well <laughs> they for sure. If it would have been like a cool girl gang where we would like. If they brought the zoot bring suits down back. down the patriarchy no. or some oh, shit. Like no an all girls gang that. Uh, yeah. Okay. No disrespect to current gangs because this is not the case for current gangs. But during that era that we are speaking of. Zoot suit or the 90s? <laughs> not the, the late 90s. Um, although zoot suits as well. They looked very flammable. Like everybody who was in a gang looked like I don't know if you want to be around an open flame. You're too like, strategic. That's why they didn't invite you. Right? You just like, carry, guys, like, no, no, things, no, no carry no knives, <laughs> yeah. no guns, just a lighter. Guys, yeah. I don't know about this Aquanet. Like yeah. let's like, like maybe so you're overdoing much it. Fabric all over the place. You're sagging and bagging. It's really a fire hazard. That's why they won't invite yeah. you. In the and not event. efficient. If you're trying to run away from a crime and your pants are drooping, where are you going? He's like, let's talk He's about like, aerodynamics. Yeah. They're like, like, dude, go. Oh, I got everyone <laughs> belts. Here you go. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. Here's you know, <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out right. Oh, I, my I, God. He'd be killed. No, <laughs> I'd like to retract my... I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get why you guys didn't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I had questions. You guys didn't want those. It's the same way. <laughs> same reason the Catholic Church doesn't want me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh,
Welcome to No Chingas. No Chingas is a podcast where Erica L. Sanchez and the No Chingas crew, which is just a couple, well, three dudes that uh, don't have much going for them, but Erica does. <laughs> and, but, however, we like to explore issues, questions, and assorted chingadares. The Black and Latino Coalition is solving the world's problems one shit-talking session at a time. Hi, I'm Erica L. Sanchez, and... I just like talking shit. Nice. Jorge here. Don't you dare call me George. Um, I got my haircut today, so I'm acting different. (laughs) (laughs) He Uh, is. I'm Martin Malecho, PhD in pendejadas and assorted shit. Uh, I've never been a gang member, but I was at one point a mathlete, which is (laughs) very close. Similar. Same tensions and beasts. Goodness. What's up? It's Roddy, and you know what it is. I don't want to be here, but I feel like I had to be for the children. And I also got a haircut last week from not my, yeah. not my barber Your that I fling? used to have. My new fling. It's actually an old. I went back to an old flame. Oh, oh. oh. Went back to an old flame. Is uh, it working out? It wasn't as it wasn't as good as I remember. I mean, y'all can tell. It's <laughs> it's fine. It's just you know, it's just not you know, it's not my old barber. You know. That's all. What are you going to do? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens later. That's all I'm saying. It's just not, you know, it's fine. So, Well, this mathlete could get that lineup right. Yeah, maybe you could do some geometry or some shit. I have my protractor here right now. (laughs) Do some hologram geometrics. (laughs) What if we did it on the podcast as a group? Just give you a fucking haircut. No. <laughs> All right. They just hear so buzzing and then good. they just hear him sigh it's great. really defeated. I like, I like how we keep yeah. it an audio podcast. Yeah. It's great. But we'll cut your hair. It's great for audio. Yeah. That's what I say. It's just a lot of buzzing. It's yeah. just like yeah, it's a background buzz. Probably sound great in a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be really funny. <laughs> for forty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we're just, yeah. <laughs> So let's keep it to a tight 45 minutes of me just getting a home haircut. We hand off the narration. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh. Sometimes we don't say anything for like three, four minutes either. Just let, hear well, the buzz. We're moving know? on to the lineup yeah. now. Yeah. I yeah. feel right. like we should there stretch ourselves creatively and just go to those weird places, you know? Yeah. I think the people would enjoy that. Yeah. Let us know. Yes. <laughs> Please tell us in the comments or um, through anchor or what have you um whatever questions or comments you may have as long as they're nice because if they're not nice i will disregard i can't wait till you get 10 messages tonight and they're like don't do the haircut thing (laughs) (laughs) terrible that's only gonna make us want to do it more it's an audio medium they don't know who we are no they're literally gonna send in no chingus. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty well deserved. I guess I agree. Yeah. I just thought it'd be so weird. Speaking of that, let's jump into no chingus. Yeah. No chingus is the part of our podcast in which we talk shit even more, even harder. I don't know how to describe it. But the thing is, we've got a lot to complain about. We just do. And that's what we're gonna do right now it's like talking shit with an exponent martin mm-hmm. it's like hard you know it's thank like, you it's like a multiple i like how you're adapting it to my yeah. that's mathematics set. yeah <laughs> <laughs> to the end put a little exponent on it 
I mean, we're learned people. She said, she said, learn it. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck out of here. No chingas. Mm-hmm. If you're going to start us off, there you go. That's the way to go. Somos cultos, no? We just lost the entire audience. These bastards yeah, said, we might as well do the haircut at this point. Oh my God. I couldn't Bigger help audience it. for that. I couldn't help it. I mean, I got one at the back. I, uh, just this dude, uh, this house rep. From Long Island, this Republican, he just got elected. See, George Soros, uh, no, sorry, George Santos. Uh, what the fuck is up with this dude? This guy is like, he's uh, lied about every single thing and that's ever happened. Like, we didn't, that might not even be his real name. He said he was like some sort of banker. He might not even be a citizen. He's from Brazil, I guess. He, that might not be his face. It might not it might not be his face. That weird sweater he wears all the time might be the only article of clothing he owns. We don't know anything about this motherfucker. And it's just <laughs> bananas. It's like so fucking crazy and weird, man. Like he's I, lied about everything. I heard he wrote MLK's I Have a Dream speech. It's, well, he said that in his in his CV. Yeah. And uh, that part I believe, though. Just like no, for it, sure. he has the gravitas. Mm. And he would have been negative... 15 or something like that. <laughs> he willed it. Yeah. He yeah. willed it. But like the lie is what it's all about, right? When we talk about this system and living in a society that has been um, built on, on the backs of many people of color. Um, and so the, the lying is just an ex. It, it's part of it, right? It's like a. That's what you expect. Like, yeah. that's what I expect from them. This one, however, is just so bizarre. Like everything is a lie, and there's no consequence either. Yeah, and like what that's, what compelled this person to become this? Like, well, who, the how pathol- does this pathology? Happen? I think yeah, I think the pathology and and like opportunist like he saw that this shit could work like it actually because like with the republican party right now it really doesn't matter as long as you're willing to go there basically and just be as disgusting as possible and the, do the, yeah with, do the yeah they're probably really, impressed by don't it think, well, either, seriously they're like damn no, I, i'm sure they're just like damn man you, yeah. you perfected like, yo, the game i'm going at like i don't know like 50 percent live 50 percent true you're going at you're going like full untrue a hundred percent? It's like, bro, like your go entire write, life? That's so upsetting. It's like, bro, you got that juice. Go write a screenplay like, if you don't. believe in... If you're writing fiction so yeah. well in real life. <laughs> yeah. kind of a, no, but like, Literally, no one knows who the fuck he is. Like, people don't know it's who the so fuck he is. Here's a slip, and here's a slippery slope, right? The last motherfucker who won office, who shall remain nameless, uh, the presidency who shall remain nameless, he won under the illusion of being like the world's best businessman and more and more that you come to learn... If you have any common sense, you knew this already, but he's like the worst businessman on the planet. He like lost somebody. Uh, I forgot where they did this, but they, they factored out like what it would lo- would have looked like if he just invested his money and did nothing with it from what he uh, inherited. He would have been so much more wealthy than what he what was a now. Loser. So, so if that was the bar, uh, this guy just took the baton and goes, yeah. I got this. He has, no, he has that one lie. I'm going I'm to pass it right to you, mm-hmm. but the one lie out of all the many lies that's kind of concerning is he was asked where he got like 750k 
in campaign funds and he did this like real liar's pivot real artful <laughs> right where he said like i'll tell you where i didn't get it from and he just named some random like barisma yeah some random shit yeah like, but you well, said it's it's, it's just, they're starting to uncover where it came from well that that is from they said it's like the cousin of some sanctioned russian oligarch which makes sense like because like he's gonna get if you're this type of person and you're gonna get money you're easily compromised you. yeah you just want to get and you just want to get in the game they'll give you the money to get in the game but like think about i just this dude is super crazy because like he's he says he's openly gay, right? So he's a Republican in, in Long Island, right? He says he's openly gay. He's Jew-ish. He says he's Jew-ish, meaning when they confront him about that, he's like, no, I meant I'm Jew-ish. Ish. Like, like, you know, get the fuck out of oh here. My yep. God. That was his pivot. Yeah, that was like, like black-ish. Like, not really. Like, he did. Like, he's, so he, listen. He like, said, he's met a few Jewish people. He said that he was married to a man in, on his, like, Campaign bio, never. There was never a, a husband with him on the campaign trail or on Did, paper. Didn't didn't show up anywhere. Not on paper. The only thing that's on paper is like a divorce in 2019 to a woman. That's it. Like this dude is shady. He said on he owned his own business. Every, he, oh, everything, everything, everything about him. It's like I, as far as I'm concerned, he might just be like a Russian agent. Yeah. Like nothing about him. Yeah. <laughs> nothing about him makes sense. It's fucking. But my and worry he, is and like, he's from Brazil. Yeah. Originally. Yeah, I, yeah. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't fucking know yeah. shit. That's what they say. Yeah. Who knows? My thing is like this they run so long. I mean, we had a full four years of it. You know, folks win presidencies on lies, and it's just like we should have stopped them yesterday. There's mm. nothing they can do based on like total fiction. Here's my thing. If you I, I if think you they work can get them on fraud like from from the fundraising standpoint. I think that's how some, they're going to get some wire them. fraud hopefully. Yeah, shit, that kind of shit, but, yeah. that's, but what, that's what they always fall back on. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it if you worked at like Walmart and they figured out that everything you put on your fucking resume, right? You just you apply to be a, a greeter, right? Like you apply to be a cashier, you apply whatever. They find out that every fucking thing that you wrote on your thing was uh, on your on your on your application was false. You're fired the next day. Yeah, and I also, like, no one at your job would want to be around. They'd be like, who the fuck are you? Like, I talk to you every day. Like, what is going... Like, this dude is, like, you know what I mean? Like, Or does everybody want to be around him? <laughs> it's very disturbing. Yeah. What must he go through inside to be able to pretend all of these things? You know, like, what, what fucking happened to him? Oh. What, I, I what happened? Yeah. Oh God, who knows? Yeah, people that lie—that that's already a weird foundation. But it aligns with what they're doing because then they start trying to play other people like instruments. Mm -hmm. That is the—it's. I mean, for me historically, it's it's pretty clear when someone's like you know has an angle, they're insincere. Like, how do they not read that? And he's like ten levels deep at this point. Isn't he a house rep at this point? He's, he's in. Yeah, that's insane. How does he get to that point? I feel like historically, you can read it on folks, nah, but, but they like those theatrics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They like that. They do. Shit. Doug, and as long as you can, you. as long as you can parrot the talking points, right? Benghazi, yeah. like you know, uh, Burisma. Like, you have all these code words that mean nothing, right? And most people don't because these are like conspiracy theory, right wing. It sounds like automatopoeias in a fucking comic book. But then they know you're in. You're in the in group, right? Like, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You so you know, to right? Each other. Okay. Biden's a lizard. Yeah, no, for oh, sure. The lizard like, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yep. I had a friend who thought that people were were lizards. And how, she, how do you know they're not? Yeah. And well, anyway, she lizard out was an awful person. And I think it's related. Do you think because she's a lizard? Maybe she thought you were a lizard, so she was awful to you. 
Maybe. Can you prove that you're not a no, lizard? That, this is. Um, I want to. I, I don't know how to answer that. I, I, that's what a lizard would say. I think it was the same time. I want to do this mini, mini callback to Pizzagate just to show like how unfounded all of their shit is, how like insane and false all of it is. Remember the dude showed up yeah. with the fucking rifle to this goddamn pizza joint because Hillary Clinton was smuggling kids through this pizza joint. I just want to call it out really quick because that's the extremes that kind of talk can take you to mm-hmm. and misinformation. So let's just remember the extremes and dude got arrested with his assault rifle. And all the activity was happening in the basement. And yeah. the basement didn't exist. It was like sacks of dough. It was, there was, it was no, like sacks of flour. No, there was I mean, no basement. Yeah. There was literally there was no, no basement. <laughs> no basement. <laughs> that makes it even better. Misinformation is terrifying because it's dangerous. It, it causes people to do really stupid things and, and I mean, believe stupid I mean. things and be irrational and, you know, act against their better sense. And so... That's why it really gets me that podcasts like the Joe Rogan show are are so popular because it's like so many millions and millions of people listen to what this fucking asshole has to say. And then that leads people to act in certain ways, you know, and 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 have a sort of point of view sensibility. And it's just Mm. very scary. Yeah, it's like um, because someone like Joe Rogan creates so much content, right? Like, a, like so much stuff around sports and, and like MMA and everything, comedy, entertainment. He does all that, and so he wraps all of that yep. into yep. like this greater, you know, media force. And they said that's what makes it like sort of scary because it's just like, you know. I, like for him to pretend like he doesn't know the power that he has, like just yeah. like oh, like he, I, that's just yeah. fucking. The he dumb. plays. He plays dumb. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, th- it's so. But but you're right. It's it's the insidiousness of it where it's yep. like Neil deGrasse Tyson is on one segment, and then in an avowed white supremacist right. is on the next, right. and then an anti-vaxer is on the next segment, yeah. right? And he treats them all the same with right. like they they the same amount of like. uh truthfulness and like his curiosity is like oh man like oh like you know and it's just and it's just and it's not the same right it's yeah. not it's even dishonest. close and yeah. then when he's called on it he's like i'm, I'm just a guy asking questions and that's the most yeah. insincere like come on man you know exactly what you're doing you're doing it for clicks and either you believe it which is troubling or you don't believe it and you're weaponizing it and well, i don't know which one is worse i think he realizes he has a lot of power i think he understands that and realizes that and yeah. and, and um that you know while well, he straight up is like you know, uh, fucking endorsing candidates and shit like that. Yeah. Like like hey, we, we you know as a podcast we'll endorse some candidates later too. Like it's yeah. you know what I mean like that's why he's straight up doing this because he he wields that power like, and for him like so he straight up you know endorsed DeSantis and so if you know what DeSantis has done and he's endorsing that like that's, that's a liberty if I've ever seen. Yeah. One. It's mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. that's all you had to yeah. like just if you just think about that thread and then he, he sort of build everything else around that like yeah. it's pretty obvious what the fuck's going on yeah like you know I what think mean? I also think he was uh the culprit for for like you know whatever you do has waves right whatever any of us does in life has these ripples uh, I'm sure Some he's Buddhist shit you yeah know? for real but he's definitely the um, the cause and the culprit of uh. I think the high value male stuff because these other yep. dudes wanted to just get that that uh, what is it Spotify money? They wanted to have this like clout, this like uh, leverage in in society, and I think it really got a lot of these other dudes really creating a ton of content. 
And think about it. We all talk to each other. Sometimes we have to correct each other, the four of us. That's how we operate. Imagine if everything was live, recorded, and sent out. We're still putting out that 10 to 20% lies that we thought that we read the wrong thing that you checked me on. They're not pulling that back. Remember, we always yeah. talk about this. There's it no well, editing. It doesn't matter to it's, them. Yeah. It's, well, that's, that's they not, just create a reality yeah. that is... is Obviously and what you just described—they're they're doing journalism, they're doing interviews. So, like, but here's where's the, thing. the integrity. What you, what you just described in our conversations, right? There, there, there's a, d- a degree of humility where if y'all call me out, and I have a specific example, I said something once, and then y'all said, "Hey, man, I think actually that's a that's an ableist term," and I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to like propel it. I had zero clue that this was the case. The moment y'all said it, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Not only am I cutting that. I'm checking my language from this point forward on that term specifically. I have never thought about it. And then I looked into the origin of the term and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And, and that's just learning, right? Like I'm a human. I fucked it up. Um, we and, all fuck up. But, but y'all, che- y'all checked me. And, and it wasn't like I, I suddenly doubled down and said like, well, actually, I'm going to say it yeah, every no. episode now. Right? No, so it's actually not true. We almost had to cancel the podcast. <laughs> We're good because he was fighting us on it. There's a big fight. There's a big rift. And it's actually not we the same we Martin. Gonna, we, 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 gonna, we fucking. We said we weren't going to talk about this. There's a different Martin than explicitly the original Martin you, like you, they you, did. You agreed that you weren't going to throw. Um, man. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with yeah. the mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I never thought about the vein of how he, Joe Rogan, being so successful and so sort of towing his line sort of birthed these, these fucking Andrew Tates and all these fucking sure. turds to come out. Because like he... He doesn't get fact checked. Like he's way more responsible than like Andrew Tate yeah. or something. Like, yeah, of course, of course. And and like obviously, and honestly, like way more entertaining. He does, he does, like he does a bunch of shit that's entertaining to people that people follow. I mean, that's sort of the point, right? If yeah. you're super and simple and you're watching, I miss Fear Factor, <laughs> Joe Rogan. If y'all were there for that, intellectual <laughs> Joe Rogan. You know, when people don't have a lot going on for them and they're seeking some sort of meaning in their lives and they're just searching and and they latch on to some asshole who tells you how to treat women um because you don't feel fulfilled in your life and you're you know searching for something i think it's just so unethical to do that to people because i mean you're taking advantage of people at their most vulnerable oftentimes and i just that's what cults do, you know, and it's it's scary. It's it's really scary. There's cult yeah. vibes to a lot of the these followings that are in the extremes, in the fringes. Yeah, I never thought about that. Sort of like preying on like young people yeah. who, <clears throat> you know, may not have a support system. It's like you're listening to this person and they're yeah. bringing you up yeah. and like you feel this way. And here's why you feel this way. It's because. Yeah. Women are this way, and you yeah. need to treat them like. And then there's the, so they it's sort of like they're giving you a, you know, they're filling in the gaps for you, yeah. right? Which is fucking bullshit. It's fucked up because it's like, yeah, what if I'm like middle America, can't get no dates, which is just part of coming or just, up. Yeah, just being yeah, a you kid, know? Just little being kid, a fucking yeah. kid. You strike out all the time. That's what happens. Yeah, maybe your home life sucks. Exactly, and you're just a kid, right? But like, you got like a you got internet and access to Spotify now, right? Yeah. And now you're like, oh no wonder my home life sucks because I'm not like. Um, high wow. value male and, <laughs> and I'm not getting dates because I'm not doing these things. It's like there's no And I don't look like a big toe. Yeah. He looks like <laughs> no, he's like a thumb. Well I mean the, I'll, we I'll, could debate this one. I'll fight you on this one. He looks like a thumb. But no, no yeah, truly, yeah, it's like they're they're vulnerable. They're, any person who's young, honestly, mm-hmm. 
that is searching for meaning as every young person does as I did. I mean, I, I feel like I would have been like anyone could be susceptible to this. That's why it's so that's why, it, like you said, insidious and so like fucked. It's why it's just so like sneaky yeah. and fucked up, man, because yeah. it's, it's, it's purposeful. Like the, the machine is working to try to influence these people. Joe Rogan is endorsing DeSantis. DeSantis is endorsing Joe Rogan. DeSantis is doesn't yeah. he's banning books all over the place, right. trying to rewrite history in Florida the way this shit happened. Like like that's what's happening. So like you know what I mean? It's like it's a machine. all yeah. part of the lie. And it's yeah. it's he's in a he's gonna say him and Santos grew up together. That's yeah. next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's it's easy to fall victim to it because all of these guys. So you have these 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 young impressionable people generally, right? Like I think they're also old people, older people who fall into this camp, but then who feel all sorts of ways, who feel insecure, who feel like their lives are shit, and then somebody presents an alternative, and all it is is this unearned, aggressive, over the top confidence, and that's the that's all you have to do. That'll get you pretty fucking far. Because if you could present yourself that way, then these kids or these, you know, whoever is listening, take that and go, oh shit, he's got it figured out. Look at him. Look at him. He's, he's confident. He's got a following. He's got millions upon millions of people listening to his shit. I got to do the same shit, right? I got to follow that lead. And that's where we end up where we end up, right? And that's why it's so important that kids read so then they can develop their own sense of what is right and wrong and you know understand the way that people live people who aren't are not like them um to you know piece together the world that they live in um instead of just you know being given all of these lies and false information and and uh, you know, digesting it without question. Like, that is so scary to me that that there are going to be kids who just don't have those critical thinking skills. Well, it's one thing you said about, about reading, which my dumb ass never thought about. You said on the podcast. But, like, where <clears throat> if you're reading f- fiction or, you know, whatever nonfiction, you're feeling the person's describing you what it felt like versus – which is like you can only get that from reading about yeah. reading an account of yeah. Something, yeah. something and how they could only could tell you how they felt like when you read it, you immerse yourself in it versus someone on a podcast telling you how to yeah. think about some shit because this is what it is. Yeah. I feel like these kids really need the red eye right now. <laughs> we should revive it. Yeah. Y'all are talking like some beta males, though. <laughs> you two over here with your, you got to listen to people. You got to be thoughtful. That's not high value male <laughs> shit. Is that what they call the other? Is it beta? beta? They, well, like, a, like he doesn't know. If there's an alpha, there's a behind beta. him. But yeah, I thought the, the beta fish was super fucking cool. This is me. Uh, a beta would think so. All right. My no chingas is going out to an entire state. The state of Alabama is I think one of two, maybe might be the only one. I don't know. I should probably research shit. But I'm going Joe Rogan style. I'm just gonna talk off the hip, yeah. make shit up as I go along. Shoot from the hip, boy. Uh-huh. Okay. Um it's it's it celebrates Martin Luther King Day and Robert E. Lee's birthday on the same day. <laughs> and and if that ain't sending a fucking message, I don't know what is. Like, fine, we'll give you MLK Day because everybody's doing it, but I'm we're gonna remind your asses where we stand. Yeah. Yikes. That's hey. so gross and petty. My God. Like, just get a life, guys. Like, go fucking do some shit. You know, stop being so fucking petty and terrible. Like, fuck you. 
You know, I don't even think they're being pe- I think they're just like to your point, not reading books. So they have this one-sided view of what they were told from their grandpappy. <laughs> but it's like, my dog, read a book. It's It was fucked up out there. Yeah, but they're fighting so hard for it, but they're doing the most weak. It actually reminds me, I just thought this is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the yes, new governor yes. of, what, of Arkansas. And and her dumbass, one of the, the first shit, I didn't even know until I heard, read the story. She uh, is, uh, is outlawing the word latin x yeah i don't even know what the and so i don't even Wait, really understand right. how or like yeah. in what Doesn't context matter. or like what the fuck that means all i know is that's just the dumbest shit i've ever heard that's just right. ever. so it's a lot of these petty initiatives it's like dogs grow up spend some spend some energy in real areas for real it's so petty because it's, it's like you're gonna go after the term latin x i mean it's like obviously erasing us as a people yeah but um like for real isn't there something better you can do but if go you go get your nails done go get a <laughs> massage yeah but if you have nothing else to offer i think that's where you got to come back to it right like they have zero to offer anybody as a political party so they go back to these like they seem stupid to us but apparently it gets it gets the crowd going. It gets them going. So CRT, Latinx, like, you throw all these words out there and these fucking morons who have never read a fucking book and have no intention to read a book go, oh yeah, fuck them. Like, and it, it, the only motivating factor is othering other people, right? Latinx, CRT. CRT is not taught in any school. In, is she the governor of Alabama? Uh, what's her face? Well, Sanders Sa- Arkansas. Arkansas. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she also banned CRT in, in 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 schools, and I'm like, that's not taught. No, <laughs> that's a legal think- theory that's taught at a yeah. graduate level. <laughs> so this dumbass is doing literally nothing, literally nothing, and her 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 group of her followers love it. They're I salivating still, for it. I still think you're giving them a, a smidge too much credit because I feel like if you went to Arkansas and asked them what the acronym meant, they wouldn't even know. What CRT stood no. for? Like I'm this. Oh, yeah. It's like it's yeah. like it's uh, the March of the of Penguins. It. It's like yeah, you tell them what to do, mm-hmm. they follow you. And it it's gets like her on Fox News though to talk that shit. I mean that's that's really that's the that's the machine. It's like that gets them popular. Get on there and talk about CRT or why'd you get rid of Latinx? It's like cause it's a, I hate everyone. It's yeah. obvious. I fucking hate everyone. You yeah. know what? Yeah. It's like, yeah. True. I was in the belly of the beast for mm. some time. In my previous life, I was in a relationship with slash married to a white person. And so I had a lot of <clears throat> interactions with like rural whites because this is not a group that I was ever familiar with. And there is a culture there of like, um, you know, dismissing anyone who is not them. That's just how it is. Like everyone else is weird and gross and, you know, and it, it just struck me as like such a sad existence. And I, um, I'm a bit traumatized by my time <laughs> in that environment. Just like I, I heard racial slurs. I heard really backwards things you know and i i i feel like we need to talk about this kind of shit you know like this is embedded in everyday american 
life. Yeah. And and we live a little insulated, right? I was speaking for myself, living in a city. Yep. But yeah, when you travel for 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 leisure or leisure as they call it. Um, or or <laughs> bit, yeah, I or business. <laughs> You know, finance. <laughs> no. Um, no one says finance. I know. They they try to. Um, but, yeah, when you travel and you hit these little pockets, you know, whether a road trip or you got a layover, you got this uh, book event for yourself. Um, it's a different world. And, and y'all can check me for sure, but it's almost like they have a few decades of, like, encouraging against education. I almost want to say it that way. Or, like, reading at least. Because it's these places where you're just anti everything other. Educated not, means elite. Yeah. No, yeah. You're, no, right. you're not. You're yeah. You're not taking a moment to learn about me. We're, you know, grew up. I grew up lower middle class, whatever the hell that means to you. Probably has a lot in common with a lot of people. But if you're in rural, like middle America, you might think I am your contrary where we probably grew up very similar and you wouldn't take a moment to find out. I've grown to the point where I now want to take. You see what I'm saying? It's 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 tough on both sides. But I just worry that they're being encouraged. We're promoting one thing and they're detracting this like reading education. So I, I think that's the power of whiteness. That and you don't need to know? No, no, that I think you've been told your entire existence either like overtly or subconsciously that on a hierarchy you are at the top. No matter what, you are at the top. So when that gets questioned or when that gets threatened, you react. In that way, and that's why it opens up all these doors. If they can, if they can other you, if they can point the finger at you and your group, Jewish people, Mexicans are taking your jobs. There's a there's a horde at the at the the border. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They can scare the shit out of these folks because they've bought into this hierarchy. Well, I mean, it's like there is a, a the idea of American exceptionalism, which which sort of. To try to make it mean something different now, but then what it really sort of means is like the idea that when I was talking about manifest destiny last time, it's like the idea that uh, we white Americans are allowed to and should be able to mow down everyone who is not us indigenous. Yes. You know, if you're African descended, you will be a slave to us as we build this country because that's we're we're us and so and you're you and that's why and that's what we're gonna do and so it's like and, and so like that's really does you remember some of those lies the country was built on that's really what it was built on so when you challenge that with just like real facts or just obvious shit that's happening that's not destiny though <laughs> is that but, but, but when you when you challenge that idea and be like yo that shit was fucking bullshit like it, that was actually genocide and you know and and everything and like this is how it came to be and like your whole the whole story that's been told this country the myth of how it was created is a lie because it is that's facts when you when you learn the truth so challenging that is it ain't gonna be pretty it's not pretty so heather so. heather mcgee wrote a book called the sum of us and i think it's like my second or third shout out to heather mcgee and she makes the point that yeah yeah <laughs> Everyone loses. And she includes white folks, right? And she's got this analogy that I sort of think nails it. And it's this idea that I, she picks a specific place in the South. They did not want to integrate the public pools, right? So uh, during that era, they didn't want to integrate the public pools. So they decided, well, fuck it. We're paving those motherfuckers over. We're cementing these pools. 
So everybody loses. So if you were a white kid who wanted to go to the fucking pool and you didn't have the money to go to a private whatever that can that can segregate, you were fucked over. It's a good and example. Right? And I'm like, I think that, that that analogy nails it where it's like, it's not white people that are the problem. It is whiteness and this this idea that if you if you if you internalize it and then weaponize it, you are hurting everyone and yourself, yeah. right? You're you're buying into a toxic fucking narrative. Yeah. It's you white, take away uh, your own yeah. humanity. It's the know? weakest it, it, like you know, we talk about like this civilization or our country falling. It's our weakest point. That's original sin, this original lie. Like this is will drive the wedge that will destroy this country. It almost happened before. And it's got I mean like it's we won't exist in, you know, Hunt, yeah. few hundred years because of this bullshit yeah, and because of this idea of whiteness and, and you know I, it, it doesn't have to be like this motherfuckers <laughs> it doesn't have to be yeah I think we're getting it uh, we're tying it all together actually it's like whiteness and like that white myth right and we're tying it together with like it's gonna get worse if the book bannings keep happening like yeah. your book mm-hmm. and then you got this motherfucker in the house just lying 100% of his resume 100% of everything moving forward so it seems like we're just going to be a nation of fucking liars. And, you know, we'll have to reach rock bottom before things get better. I don't. I think we've been at rock bottom. Yeah. I think we've yeah. been there. We could, I mean, like, think about the history. Like, what, what was worse than that? Like, yeah. There's nothing worse than <laughs> the slavery. Or what was worse than the genocide of just, like, yeah, yeah. all the indigenous people, like, yeah, that's we've true. been we've been at the bottom. That, I mean, yeah, they don't. They don't but what if what if they kill everybody? That's worse. Wouldn't surprise it? me. But dude, you know they don't even I show mean, the map of what Mexico used to be. Yeah. In like growing and like uh, we grew up in a Mexican community. I think the the three of us, like Roddy, of you might have grown up in a Mexican community. Definitely also. not. Definitely. Um, he, <laughs> did, he didn't know we existed up until like two no, years ago. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I hope Atlanta's listening and they're like, dude, they're out here. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but it was early Atlanta, dog. Right? 90s, 90s, baby. But they don't even View show. Beaufort Highway, you know, y- y'all was out there. They don't even show the map of what Mexico used to be. It used to be like half of the U.S. And I know that sounds so basic for us to hear again, but there's folks that are listening that might be like, I never seen that picture. Go well, Google it. I don't, don't know. Yeah. I, I've been, it's I've been, impressive. I've been reading a lot about like why. <laughs> You know how it all happened. Like, how did America sort of take over the the whole continent in that way? And like, um, it was just just it was total war. So if you think about like think about the war in Ukraine when Russia like just hits a fucking apartment building and you're like, damn, for no reason, there's just civilians, yep. like children there. That was the policy of the United States. Yeah. So to get them you, to quit, basically. No, so you would engage, uh, you know, combatants like like men that came out to fight. In a battle, while you're doing that, they would go around and just go to the town, kill women, children, old people, destroy everything, destroy the food, destroy crops, destroy uh, and like you know buffalo that they were eating. That's that was the policy. It was total extermination. So it's not a yeah. war. It wasn't like it wasn't like oh man, the indigenous people lost a war against the United States. No, they. It was a yeah. genocide extermination. Yeah, it's different. On top There's of that a difference. Too, even the actual paperwork, wasn't that like a strong arm, right? They call it like, uh, was it the Alamo or whatever the fuck? Or yeah, that, that was one bullshit. guy that they That's bought off. Or, it was just, it was like strong arm, the, the Mexican dude, where he just had no choice. I think he, I think he had to concede and just give it to him. Right? The treaty, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was bully ball. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was bully ball. It is what it is. And if you read a but book, I mean, but I mean, you'd be in. Well, you'd, well ask, ask a question. Just, just if you don't read a book, but just be like, why do... 
Mexican people look Mexican and why do people like the Americans that the America wants to push look all white? What you can't ask us why we look Mexican. That's racist. <laughs> I guess it is, but why do y'all look Mexican? No, but <laughs> oh no, my, my, no, Roddy. My favorite is when natives in uh, Arizona, New Mexico, all the above look. They, people are like, yeah. why do they look Mexican? Why do y'all look native? Mm. It's like we're all the same yeah. because y'all drew an mm. arbitrary yeah. line along a river that existed and said y'all are different than y'all, and then and then apparently again, narratives are powerful, right? And so if you can buy this narrative, then you start to believe things to be true, right? Yeah, we have a lot in common. We, 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 what is, somebody once asked me, I told them like the, the DNA results or whatever, the, what is it, 23andMe? Oh, yeah. right. Oh, you and did it? And they're like, are you surprised by that breakdown? Um, and I'm like, have you ever met a Mexican? Do you know what a Mexican is? No, there, there's European influence and then there's, yeah, not by choice. There, right. Yeah. And then there's, there's, <laughs> there's some Native American influence and uh, the, the percentages are going to vary. And there might be other things in the mix, of course, because human uh, history and geography is complicated. But I'm like, lots of fucking all over, right? And I'm like, do you not understand what a Mexican is? Because no, why would I be surprised that there, I have European blood and Native American blood? Because lots of fucking, lots of fucking, right and, and sucking. Yeah. Excuse me, sorry. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, that will goodness. be cut out right. of the podcast. This, <laughs> you, don't, you don't make babies like that, but I'm sure it was happening. Welcome to Chingaderas, our segment where we pick whatever fucking topic we want to talk about and kick it around for a while. So we're going to start talking a little bit about uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, we are actually recording this on Martin Luther King Day. So there's plenty to talk about, including the fact that uh, one, my favorite thing on Martin Luther King Day, aside from remembering Martin Luther King and uh, the civil rights movement, everything else, of course, of course is watching people make disingenuous, hypocritical, um, absurdly transparently terrible takes uh, about MLK and MLK Day, um, including, right now my favorite is Ron DeSantis quoting oh. happy MLK Day uh, tweet. Um, and you know the things, the telltale sign for everybody who tweets or comments or says anything anywhere is if the only line that they want to give you is some bastardized version of the content of their character. Love and that's that. where they live. That's it. That's the only thing they know. That's it's the a, only thing they want to talk about. It's, it's a very selective education on MLK, for sure. Good space to live in. You know, just <laughs> yeah. It's so Writing easy. that content of the character. Mm -hmm. It's good copywriting. Yeah. <laughs> for their brands. Um I saw something earlier today, which, again, people got this selective memory of what he talked about. Um, but, you know, the, the, he was doing an interview and they're talking about the I have a dream. And this was like, uh, I think, well after the fact. And he basically was like, yeah, my dream has become a nightmare. So they love hanging up on that. But he's like, he saw this going to shit the way it did before his time, you know, his time was cut short. But um, he saw where this was headed. And people leave that out like it's become a nightmare. Well, no one, no one wants to be uh, made uncomfortable with his actual thoughts, especially later in his life. Like anybody else, he 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 started seeing things differently, and you know, kind of evolved. And that included like some of the quotes that he has. Like I have a couple on hand right now. 
He said, call it democracy or call it democratic socialism, but there must be a better distribution of wealth within this country for all God's children. <gasps> Show me a, a right-wing lunatic who will quote that, right? Uh, another one. I imagine you already know that I am much more socialistic in my economic theory than capitalistic. Capitalism has outlived its usefulness. It has come to mean so much for so many of the terrible things. Socialism would take care of all of these, right? Again, who's going to say that, right? Who's going to quote that? The final one, <laughs> the profit motive when it is the sole basis of an economic system, encourages a cutthroat competition and selfish ambition that it inspires most men to be more concerned about making a living than making a life. Again, critical of systems that maintain power structures and maintain racism. Well, another instance of the lie, right, of perpetuating this image of him that isn't true, the image that is more acceptable, digestible to, you know, middle-class white people and so it's like this this rebranding that they've done that is really really unfair and i feel like there has to be a movement to to share what he was really about and and there has to be a, a movement to incorporate slavery uh in, in a meaningful way into curriculum you know like there's so many things that need to be done. It's just the thought of it is yeah, overwhelming. And I think it challenges capitalism on many fronts. So that's why they're it's a slow process. They're very resistant. We see no change. Well, because just the, the idea of capitalism is that everyone has a chance. It's an equal playing field. You just got to work hard. But we just know the systems in place is not true. Yeah. And we know... It's not true because there's a big lie about all the shit that they keep yeah. and telling it's really, over and over and over. Really cruel, you know. It's a system that doesn't care about yeah. people's humanity. It's about making Ex the most yeah. money uh, and ex exploiting people. And so, it, you know, ball. that's like the culture that we live within. And to, you know, question that it, it is. I don't know. It's so it's a lie, yeah. and like, it's complicated. It's so, yeah, because you live in this culture, you are this system. What are your alternatives, right? It's like so, people who do well in the system, like people of color who do well, I'm like, then you often see them not critiquing the system because they do well yeah. in it, and that's always a problem that to me. Does like, happen oh, so you're doing bit. well, so all of a sudden this becomes the marker for success. This becomes yeah. well, bootstraps. You start talking about that dumb shit. Yeah, MLK also it, said you can't. You got these bootless men and you're telling them to pick up their bootstraps. So. I will say as a person who is, I, I would, I guess, consider successful. Like, I don't, I still think this fucking system is bullshit. You know, like I, I'm one lucky, lucky, lucky person. And so I just, I feel like you can't lose sight of that fucking fact that there's so many other people who are not as fortunate as you who are suffering all the time because of this really cruel system that we live within. It's, it's just, it's fucked up. And it takes introspection to sort of like understand that. I am one punch away on my Mr. Submarine punch card. So like you, I'm also very successful. Um, and I'm going to get, yeah. get a free sub. Now, I can weaponize that and let everybody know. Look at me. Yeah, I'm going to get a free sub tomorrow if I feel like it. 
but it's also dumb luck that I, you know, like yeah. happen to remember. Like I have to kind of keep all this shit in mind. Yeah, and that also mean you get two subs, so you get it stamped and mm-hmm. you get the final stamp in the morning, and then you come back later For in lunch. the afternoon <laughs> with <laughs> the completed card. Correct. You know he's going to do it same the, day to yeah, get yeah. the other sandwich. Correct. No, yeah. what that's I do because that's, that's what you were. You can't saying. do it in the same like. You go, yeah, you go to a different I, I go to the he car comes back in with a mustache. And a mustache I do like the Mario mustache yeah, like, yeah. And then I walk back in And I'm like Hello <laughs> With a me. really bad accent It's so like <laughs> Can I just say That I returned to Mr. Submarine After a very 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 long Hiatus and it's just not as good. Oh. It doesn't slap. Wait, I, 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 I lost you you all of us. Are you Santos? Because you're a liar. Get out of here. <laughs> I thought you said that, that you're successful, not, but it not, ain't changing. We're not you on this mean? elitist bullshit. No, None no, of us. No. You, yeah. know, I you like can't love Mr. Submarine. With a fucking Italian sub, but this one wasn't quite right. Our next episode will be Erica Free. I'm just. I'm gonna say that right now. We've uh, we're taking a an informal vote right now. Everybody's giving her the finger yeah. right now. I lost. Uh, I lost a baby tooth in that iceberg lettuce. Don't oh talk to God. me. <laughs> no, but I wanna. This is a weird callback to last week's episode. I was actually thinking about this on today's drive from this incredible haircut I got. Um, but I was thinking about yeah, some people like get so self involved in capitalism and how they're gonna. Right. What do they say? America's curse is how they're like uh, millionaires that haven't like got it yet or whatever. But, dude, people don't live. They're not loving. They're not living. And this is a callback to last week's episode because this is an extreme example of that motherfucker Bernie Madoff. So this is like it definitely has huge racial implications. But this motherfucker did his family dirty, his oh, own blood. That's so, gross. so he again, billions of dollars in scams and fraud. Wouldn't ever fill his kids in. So the kids were out of the loop. They were on a different floor of the building. Downtown Manhattan. This is what ended up happening. I'm spoiler, fuck it. If you watch it, whatever. This spoiler it's real life. This is on the internet. Okay. Uh one of the kids uh died pretty young from from cancer and he chalked it up to his dad, just like saying like that, like whole like lifestyle, like energy like he just really think it took over his being. Like universe shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking him, I'm not negating it. He was living in like the devil's house, you know, his other son ended up taking his own life on the second anniversary oh. of his dad going to jail because it ruined his yeah. life. And then the mom ended oh up being God. like homeless, living out of a car, <gasps> paparazzis. To, like there's just like maybe a few photos, videos, but you are so capitalistic yep. driven that you lose your soul. You lose everything. You lose your soul. And there's, oh, there's nothing. Man. You lose all That's, sense of humanity if the only metric that you have is financial. And and it's it, fake. It's, it is fake. It's, it's all it's built up. Yeah. But but the, these entire and it systems can disappear are disappear easily. Yes. Oh, inflation. Like you can control inflation. No, your doubt your your net worth is now just less because they said so. Yeah, you're straight up out of control. You can't control your family, your love, the way you live. Your quality of life, yes. you know? Like, you could live well yeah. and not be a bazillionaire. Like, so what if, the fuck? If they do that to their family, that's why we feel all these implications as the others, minorities, the, you know, X, Y, you know, all the others feel it. Because if they do that to their own family, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. There's I, no limit. I think about this with capitalism, like, with these companies that are huge and we have to break them up and amazon like where does it end like what's the goal like what's the like you know what i mean like how much money do you have to make like you know what i'm saying like what 
Where does it fucking end? The greed is so you know powerful I mean? that like, they, answer that question. But, but I, I don't think they have a long term plan. I think the greed is so powerful. It's like, up and up and up. No, if you were smart, you'd go, oh fuck, we can only fuck these people over this degree because we want to maintain for a long period of time. But they're like, nah, we have to maximize profit every yeah. fucking quarter. That means that means I gotta ring you dry every fuck. And yeah. that means long term, you're right. People aren't going to have shit to spend on your shit, right? Like yeah. You're 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 actually like undermining like you're being an evil piece of shit and you don't even know how to do yeah. that well. Yeah. Because you're yeah. undermining your own fucking long term plan. But that's not how capitalism works. It's short term. It's here and now. How do I fuck everybody over to maximize my dollar? Including yeah. I don't give a fuck about my kids. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about that family. I don't give a fuck about your family. Yeah. You know, they, they call it like a rocket. A lot of these uh, startups or companies that, you know, just multiply they call them rocket ships and i feel like they need a pair or like uh re rephrase it where it's um it's more like a hot air balloon like you're gonna get to this place where you just can't no more and all the dirt you did to get there you could have built a nice healthy sustainable business but we are literally incentivized to be like monsters and sprint well yeah, well and truly like if there's no intervention in these companies how could it end other than like trying to take over the world trying to take over the co like I, like tr like because you get so much money so much yeah, power Amazon's, Amazon's doing yeah. produce like, now. like Amazon <laughs> well Amazon really has so much influence right now on everything on the government on on our lives on on people on uh, like they <laughs> like their <clears throat> fucking you know system goes on half the fucking internet goes down yeah like you know what I mean so like AWS, yeah. yeah. Forget, how yeah. about how about the fucking planet that we live on? We'll ex capitalism will exploit the living fuck right. out of it. Even though yeah. scientists are like, "Hey, man, if we continue at this pace, you know, we might not be able to live on this yeah. planet any yeah. longer." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's nice and shit, but we're we're making loot right now." Wait, you know what this sounds like though? This sounds like that goddamn swimming pool though. If if we can't have it. Like yeah, the no way we can. want it, oh. yeah. nobody can have it. Let's put Ex concrete on this planet. Extend that analogy. Oh, man. That's well, that's why dark. these motherfuckers are leaving the planet Ooh, on penis-shaped vessels, oh, right? Like, isn't that, isn't that Jeff Bezos? Like, I'm going to build a dick, and I'm going to get everybody in it, and we're all going to blast off. If you, oh have enough, if you have enough billions, you can come with me. I just, I hate all of this. Yeah. Sorry I tied it together. It was a little okay. weird. <laughs> yeah. What's another nervous laughter? <laughs> What's the next chingadera? Uh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never thought wow. of it that all way. Right. Roddy, that was profound, okay. dude. Damn, just, a philosopher. Also, also incredibly there. depressing. But yeah. that's kind of where we're going yeah. with this. Sort of I got sort one. It's, it's not that depressing. I just been uh, I just been catching uh, a lot of this news around the NFL and uh, saw a video of uh, the quarterback Tua from uh, from the Miami Dolphins, and just the way they're taking care or they're handling these situations with these real people's bodies. You know what? It's actually very much in line. Capitalism driving yep. lack of empathy, sympathy. Yep any emotion that's that's human nature and this guy has gotten three concussions within like fucking weeks months of each other yep and one they didn't count officially so to on their papers it's just like he has two so he might still play this season oh, wow. but every other doctor that you talk to and just 
anyone with eyes that can watch a video is like, no, he has three. The one they're not counting is probably the one of the clearest besides the one where his fingers. But it's got not weird. on paper. It's not official. Oh, so they, they said to, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. they said it was a neck injury. <gasps> so if yeah. he comes back, I am well, just like losing. Not losing. Well, I never well, had faith or hope or any good feelings, but I'm like we're. We're selling bodies out here. That's I mean, they, exactly. They right. got yeah. bounced from yeah. the playoffs the other day, uh, and we, he didn't start. He didn't play. Oh, okay, they're done for the yeah, season. They're done. Thank but God. but I, but you know there were questions like if he's going to come back next year, and I know that he himself, if you were to ask him, he'd be like, "Yep, motherfucking lootly, I'm about to motherfucking play, and I'm going to get my money, yes. and I'm going to do, and I'm and I'm going to play well, and I'm going to be, you know, so like it is, um, it's." You will have to save him from himself potentially. You know, and, and you know, but another thing with these concussions is like it's also they're not they're they they're not all the same. They can, every concussion is not the same. It hits everyone differently. His seemed to be extraordinarily severe. Yeah, they were and, all like back in the yeah, head. and they're saying that this is like you know his just seemed to, to be very risky. We have to be like we have to come to terms with our role in it too, right? Like I've never been a huge NFL fan. Like I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I have. I'd rather watch the NBA. I didn't even know the Dolphins were eliminated. Right, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, like, invested in that way. But we as, like, a society have to be okay with, this is the fucking Coliseum. And we're just okay with watching motherfuckers give their lives. And, yes, if given the choice, these motherfuckers, a lot of, a lot of them are like, yeah, I'm a grown-ass man. I get to make my decisions. But you're making a decision based on this fucking capitalistic system that is milking, like, wringing you dry. And what choice do you have? Because you're like, I'm providing for my family. I'm providing for my community. I am the sole source of income for a whole shit ton of people. What am I supposed to say? Uh, no. I I mean, I think, one, I'm from the South. I, I love, football was my, was my favorite sport to watch. I think, you know, basketball is sort of taking that over now. But I still like watching football, man. Uh, and I, I understand the conflict. Like, I really have, you know, a conflict with that. Um in a lot of ways, but uh, you know, I think that there is a way to make it like, I think they could drastically change the way they play it in, in, you know, like drastically, drastically. And, you know, people might still come to see it. And there, there's a real cultural, the thing is there's a real cultural, it's, it's, it's like everything it's tied to politics. It's tied to this bullshit of like, this is how we used to do it, and this is tradition. And this but the is brutality yeah. is sort of like a key component, though, don't you think? I mean, it, it is. It is. But also, like, you know, like, yeah, I, I love, I, I really do. Like, I love dudes, like, running backs, like, trucking dudes, like, that shit. Like, yeah. It's amazing. It's like, it's like I'm like, oh, shit. Like, but, all of the, but all of the carnage happens off screen, which I think is the problem that yeah. allows us to continue to support this. And I saw some random, I forget who the dude was. He said, if you're an NFL player, you lose middle age. And I'm like, that shit just dropped the fucking hammer on me. You're young, athletic, and then you have a three-year, what's the average NFL career? Three, four years? Some short, yeah. It's really short. Oh, my God. And then you're an old man because you are suffering from, like, your knees are fucking fucked. Your your back is jacked. You're, you're, You're so many concussions, you don't know what the fuck, which way north is, right? Like, you are gone. And I'm like, that happens off screen, so we allow it to continue. And I kind of feel like it's that we're it's we're connecting it back to capitalism, right? Like the cowboys are worth eight billion dollars. Oh my god. This is not going to change. So this this dude recently almost died on the field. And the fact that he didn't die, I think is is 
fucking phenomenal. I'm so grateful and it's great. It's going to allow the NFL to turn that story into a a, 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 a narrative of like, look at a this guy. Disney movie. Man, he was at the bottom and look at him. Now he's They're back on the field. Already doing it. Right. And so let's call this what it fucking is, right? It's exploitation of all these dudes. And are they participants in it? Yes, of course. But like, let's not take away all the complication right, here. You're not even talking about how these people pay and provide for their family. Um, they don't have, NFL is one of the league's few leagues, if any, with the non-guaranteed um, contracts. Yeah. So if you hurt, um, if you break your leg tomorrow, um, what you were supposed to get paid the rest of this year, that's that's non-existent. Well, sort of what I was trying to say when you could change it drastically is if you guarantee the contracts, pay the players, incentivize their health in terms of like, you know, like you lose that money, then then I think you can make they, – they'll find ways to make the game much, much safer. Yeah. And sort of like – I think that these bodies, as uh, usual in America, are disposable. Yeah. You know, they just get another body, next man up, literally. And so it's... Do you think if they change the game drastically to make it safer, it it, it, it retains the popularity? I don't know what that looks like, but yeah. I mean, what the fuck else are people going to... What else are people going to watch? Yeah. I think people got (laughs) to... You know what I mean? For that Fuck sport, they, gotta, they just got to accept it. I think they could give it some day finesse. Fiance. It's very bully ball. That's my sport. Yeah. <laughs> 90 day fiance. Yeah, like, I don't sport. know. Like, I don't know enough about it to, like, figure out how to change the rules on this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. change the, you know, but, but like, but like, I don't know. Like, what I, the fuck need, else are they going to do? I'll wrap what it here. I need John Morant to start playing football so it's all elusive, like, insane. Right. Jumping over an entire team. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm the NFL, I'm, I'm already trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to do, like, yeah. they, they they have to be thinking, we want this league to succeed past a decade, 15 years. They have to be thinking, like, how the fuck can we, like, right? I mean, no, I mean, are they that stupid that they're not trying to so, figure this shit out? Like, if they want a motherfucker just to die out there, like, a couple times, and then they'll be like, oh, shit. Like, what are they waiting? You know what I mean? I, I think you're right. Like, in you're, terms there, there of money, be, they got to be figuring You adapt shit out. or your your your, your yeah. cash is gone, right? You do laser tag I, football. So, three out of four of us in this room have children, right? I have a question for you. Would you allow your kids to play uh, high school football? Fuck no. Say more. Why? I mean, it's so unnecessary, that kind of danger, like... First of all, I don't think she would like that sort of thing. But second, I've met your kid. She looks like she'd be <laughs> fine cracking some skulls. But no, I would hate for her to get hurt for no fucking reason. You know, like it's just so unnecessary. That kind of danger is just never. Because no. as I'm taking a very unpopular stance, because I think as a guy in the United States, I'm in the fucking minority minority. I think. If we function like a rational society, which we are not, let me let me like just be clear about that. No parent puts their kid in like contact football in high school. Like if you're being reasonable, you don't want your kid to potentially suffer. Like the whole premise of the game is like taking out some dude, right? Like that's it's kind of like the whole point. Have you seen Friday Night Lights? It's a wonderful fucking show. It is. It is. Um, So then that would dry up. Like if we're again, if we're a rational society. And then college football dries up. Oh yeah, and then event, and that's the the, the, the pipeline, pipeline to well, to to the you, NFL. You lose a peewee or like a, right, yeah, Pop Warner or whatever. It's right. not gonna happen though. Yeah, like we all happen. know, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, you start well, taking take away college football. That's when you're. That's when you might see straight up riots and revolts. For sure. Don't take away ball. 
ball day on Saturday. <laughs> So every segment we like to, you know, lighten things up after airing out our grievances and, you know, um, talking shit. Um, so I'm going to kick it off with C. Chingus and um, Eric, I'm going to call back to, some, I think, something you said an episode or two ago, but I just started watching P-Valley. Oh, fuck yeah. And it's fucking yes. great. It's and amazing. you brought it up. Amazing. Everyone watch it right now, please. It is so fun. Yeah, it's. Inc- Do you know who directs it? I forget. I uh, forgot her I name. I have to. We'll, we'll, but it's, we'll, it's a black woman, and you know, I. I feel like yeah. she makes it such an incredible show. It's been incredible, and I'm. I'm pretty sure I just watched it this week, but I'm pretty sure one of the main actresses was also in Snowfall, which I recently wrapped up, and I think has their final season coming up. So like this small like. Even that was really refreshing because, like, even though we have this small pool of black and brown shows, them being this good, it's like, we're just going to get bl- more black and brown shows. Yeah. And it makes yeah. me really excited like, where you. we're at. I feel like there's this tipping point happening, like, right yeah. now. And it's awesome to be, like, living through it. Yeah. I think it's great. I want all the weird stories about us, you know? All of them. Yeah. White supremacist nightmare. Have all these stories. Out so there. controversial. <laughs> yeah. My, my C. Chingus. Like, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't like things. Man. We used to get like in the margins, you'd get these stories here and there, but you have to, you had to sort of go and yeah. find them. I feel like you got stuff like uh, Marvel is including diverse casts in everything that they do now. So I'm like, fuck yes. They're not, not only diverse cool. casts, but leads. And I'm like, that's what I wanted to see. Cause my critique has always been like, we're always at the margins. We're the best friend. We're the background character. <laughs> but I'm like, no, no, no. I want us to be the person that you are empathizing with. In the book, in the movie, in whatever. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Fuck yeah. Um, What the fuck was my C. Chingus? I don't even remember. P-Valley, hopefully. Well, P-Valley, I will just second that. That show is fucking fire. Like, it's just great. Um, My C. Chingus is actually um, that the play of I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter yeah. Has started in Seattle. Um, there was like a, a a preview, and now the opening night is a few days away. And so, I keep hearing great things about it. I'm so so excited, and the stage is incredible. the The set design is beautiful, and it's enormous. It's in in a main stage, which is very different from the one. Uh, here in Chicago at the Steppenwolf, and so can we shout that one out real quick though? Because that one was fucking dope. Those of us, I think everybody oh, here, yeah, right? everybody here oh, was there for sure. Yeah, but the timing was really yeah. tight with the unfortunate um, things that right. It was COVID. like yeah, the timing was really COVID, tough, yeah. but people loved it. No, people loved it. Was it. it was amazing. I loved it. And then see, two of the same actors are going to be in this play, and Isaac adapted this version of the of the play as well and isaac is amazing there's a rumor that you insisted that even though it's called not your perfect mexican daughter uh 
no Mexicans should be playing any of the roles. <laughs> is that is that? Did I just hear that off? Like Joe Rogan said it. It's true. I I'm I prefer just like a very brown foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is it, uh, Gwen Stefani will be playing the main character. <laughs> yeah, even though uh-huh. she's a, a child. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, makes sense. <laughs> I'm just so happy and excited about it. And I think um, it's going to grow from there. That's it. Uh, mine is because uh, nobody else uh, on this podcast cares about our listeners. Um, I'm shouting out our listeners as my Sichingas. Uh, we've had a shit ton of people listen to us. Uh, we've, we've mentioned this in the past and it's we're the little podcast that could. <laughs> um, and I just want to shout out a couple like specific folks who've left like comments or whatever. I have a, uh, uh michi m-i-c-h-i she said i love it i love the opinions and voices of everyone i have a uh, lopez erica 311 said you guys are hilarious your podcast feels real and i just picture a great group of friends hanging out somewhere it's in the true. shy just chatting drinking and having a great time uh gloria uh rodela just shout out here because uh, i'm gonna follow up on her suggestion here she said we talked about the women in, in mexico and juarez and all the things that are going on and uh she recommended a podcast called Forgotten Women in Mexico. She said it's a good podcast about the women of Juarez. Uh, oh, it's tragic, okay, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I am on that. So Wait, there's one more. I listened Please. to La Nota Roja, and that is also about the murdered women uh, of Juarez. And uh, it's it's really, really good. That's perfect. Uh, and I think we got we got plenty more. Like, I can't even list them all. We got we got lots of folks who are reaching out and saying good things. So awesome. Any haters, though? Any oh, we, haters? No, just any, that, any no chingas? Just that uh, one dude we talked about, or dude. I'm I'm assuming it's a dude because we are we are more likely to be haters. Uh, just that one uh, person <laughs> we ripped apart that one episode. Uh, let me know when we get some haters. <laughs>